Welcome to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Cupid's House Chapel International. Our mission is to bring healing, transformation, and meaning to the lives of people in different societies with the good news of Jesus Christ. When you allow yourself to grow in a relationship with Him, you start getting filled up. When you are full of the Spirit, eh, you will be restrained and constrained from doing some things that are not of honest report. God's servant delivers the word of truth with clarity, simplicity, and dexterity. Here is Pastor Francis Aubin proclaiming God's mind to you today. Please turn your Bibles to the book of Matthew chapter 13, verse 18 to 23. This is what the word of God says. It says, Hear ye therefore the parable of the sower. When anyone heareth the word of the kingdom and understandeth it not, then cometh the wicked one and catcheth away that which was sown in his heart. This is he which received seed by the wayside. But he that receiveth the seed into stony places. The same is he that heareth the word and anon with joy receiveth it. Yet has he not root in himself, but dureth for a while. For when tribulation or persecution ariseth because of the word, by and by he is offended. 22 says that he also that receiveth seed among the tongues is he that heareth the word, and the care of this world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word. And he becometh unfruitful. But he that received the seed into the good ground is he that heareth the word and understandeth it, which also beareth fruit and bringeth forth some an hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. Praise the Lord. This morning we are studying about the wise heart. This parable, I read the meaning of the parable to you. It is known from Jesus' own statement that this is the grand parable. It's the mother of all parables. That if you lack understanding for this, then it will be difficult for you to put into the right perspective the rest of the parables that were told by Jesus. So here he said, the sower went to sow. Some of the seed fell by the wayside, some in a, um, a thorny place, some in a rocky place, and some in good soil. And when he was explaining, he gave very good explanations. The first one, he says that for the wayside believer, just watch all these four, four locations are different types of Believers, but I'm going to tell you what makes them those different types of believers. You will see that it's the same seed that was planted in four different locations, so there was nothing wrong with the viability of the seed. The fruitfulness thereof was a function of the kind of ground that the seed was sown into. So the wayside believer hears the word and then the devil comes to take the word away from the, the person. That's a very serious matter, isn't it? Say so when he heareth the word, he does not understand it. 
It means that there are people in church what we are preaching, they don't understand. They don't understand wisdom. No matter how the Holy Spirit is trying to break it down through Francis Aubin, they still find a way not to understand. So the enemy comes and the Bible says that he captured them and then he take it away the word that was sown in his heart. Then he goes to the second one. And he said this one was a seed that was sown in stony places. Or rocky places. So there's a stony believer. And this one also, he lacks depth. So the Bible said that he doesn't have depth so he receives the word. He is very happy. But because he lacks depth, maturity, spirituality, he loses the word to tribulation and persecution. Hey! And the Bible says that, that can, a sign that you know that somebody is a stony believer is that that person gets offended by tribulations and persecutions. That's a, that's a kind of heart person has. Then he talks about the one, the seed that was sown in the midst of thorns. He says that the care of life chokes it and the deceitfulness of riches it makes the person to fall off. So that is also the thorny believer is too entangled with the entanglement of this life. So He's, he's just chasing too many things. So he loses it. Then he talks about the seed that fell into good ground. And that one really bore some nice fruit. Some 30, some 60, and some what? 100. Praise the Lord. And he says that these four, they all represent the different kinds of hearts. Say heart. We have in the church. And so he says that the enemy comes to steal the seed that was sown from the heart. So, the wayside is a heart. The stony place is a heart. The thorny place is a heart. And then the good soil is also a heart. Question is, which kind of heart do you have? And you see that Jesus did not mince words at all that... He likened these hearts to their capacity to handle the word that comes to them. And to bear fruit thereof. So in the kingdom, the kind of heart you possess determines your fruitfulness. Should I say it again? The kind of heart you have developed over time as a child of God determines how well you live as a believer. So when your heart is a wayside heart, it has a level of fruitfulness it brings to you. When your heart is a stony heart, it has a no depth. When your heart is a, um, um, a thorny heart, it has its level of fruitfulness. And then when you have a good soil heart, I think the best is a good soil heart. And I'm praying that you will have it. So you see that the word, the seed can bear different levels of fruit. 30, 60, 100. 
And the problem has to do with the soil. The problem has to do, it hasn't got to do with the word. It has to do with where you are receiving the word into. Who is receiving the word and into which heart the word is getting into. Are you here? Are you sure you are here? Are we on the same page? So this is how God wants us to see the role a heart or the kind of heart you have plays in terms of your fruitfulness in the kingdom. Now, this will apply also to the teaching we are teaching because there is a connection between wisdom and the kind of heart you possess. As a child of God, what is the connection? Psalm 51 verse 6. There's a connection between wisdom and the kind. It says that, Behold, thou desirest truth in the inward parts, and in the hidden part thou shalt make me to know wisdom. Now when the Bible talks about the inward part or the hidden part, is talking or the inner man is talking about your spirit or your heart and he's saying that god desires truth right in there and then you will make me to know wisdom in my hidden man in my inner part so there is a direct connection between the kind of heart you have and the level of wisdom you operate in Psalm 90 verse 12. Let's, let's look at that. In Psalm 90 verse 12. It says that, so teach us to number our days. That we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. So have you seen that? The application of your heart. Can be connected to the wisdom you operate with. That we will apply our hearts to wisdom. So tell somebody there is a direct connection. Between the wisdom you have. And the kind of heart you operate. And tell them that when your heart is a wayside heart. I'm not preaching it. Another time I will preach these four grounds very well. Because the wayside heart is like you are a by heart Christian. You are a basa basa Christian. You just wayside. Then, so when you are that, it, it, it tells on the kind of wisdom you can operate because the heart is a capacity. You see that even in medicine, not everybody's heart has the same capacity. Some people, there was a man of God I knew some years ago. He felt very ill. He was in his 40s or late 30s. And when they were treating him, it had to do with his heart. And they said that he had overworked his heart and his heart was looking like a 70-year-old person. So that kind of heart has a way of functioning. Are you here? So even though his body was 30 years or say 40 years maximum, his heart was older than his body. And the heart couldn't function to sustain the strength that that particular body was supposed to exude. So you can imagine that his blood and everything and the other organs that needed supply of blood were struggling. So you can be a believer that looks very nice on the outside, but the heart inside is not correct. I'm saying that there's a connection between the heart you have and the wisdom you operate with. Praise the Lord. 
And you can see clearly that because of that, and in the New Testament, sometimes the heart is likened to the human spirit. So you see that because of the scripture we just read, you see that wisdom sits with the heart. That is why it is wisdom is more than common sense. Because common sense emanates from the mind. But wisdom sits with the heart. And it's beyond common sense. So when we are talking about wisdom, we are talking, we are saying things beyond what your regular mind or brain can generate. We are talking about something that goes beyond that. In the book of Job chapter 9 verse 4, Job 9 4, very quickly, look at the scripture. It says that he is wise in heart. He is wise in where? Yes. Not in the brain. He is wise in heart and mighty in strength. Who has hardened himself against him and has prospered. So this one, Job was talking about God. And in fact, if you read the preceding verses, you will see that he was just talking about God, 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 God. He said, I know that it is so of a truth, but how should man be just with God? If he will contend with him, he cannot answer him one of a thousand. He is wise in heart and mighty in strength. Who has hardened himself against him and has prospered. You go down and you see that he's talking about God. He said, which removed the mountains. Have you seen any man removing mountains before? And they know not. Which overturned them in his anger. So he's talking about the fact that God, even God, his wisdom is connected to the kind of heart he operates as, as, as God. That God himself is wise in heart. I'm just telling you the connection that God operates his wisdom from the kind. We don't know the heart God has. Oh, we know that God is God. But he is, he is wise as in heart. So, even the realm of wisdom operated by God has to do with the kind of heart that God has. And this heart, that makes him operate the kind of wisdom he has. It helps him to project his omnipotence nature. So you see that he's removing mountain. Nobody can defeat him. He's hardened himself against everyone. So he shows his power. Are you here? Your wisdom is your power. Your wisdom is your what? It's your power. And that comes from the kind of heart you have developed as a child of God. Job 38 Verse number 36 to 37. Check it very quickly. It says that, Who has put wisdom in the inward parts? Or who has given understanding to the heart? Who can number the clouds in wisdom? Or who can stay the bottles of heaven? So, you, you can see that Job goes on to talk about the fact that wisdom of God is connected to the kind of heart God has also given. And that helps him to project his omnipotence nature. Praise the Lord. In Proverbs chapter 16 verse 21. This is what the Bible says. Proverbs 16 21 to 23. It says that the wise in heart shall be called prudent. 
and the sweetness of the lips increased learning. He said, understanding is a wellspring of life unto him that has it. But the instruction of fools is folly. The heart of the wise teacheth his mouth and added learning to his lips. Scripture is powerful. Let's go back to the 21. We are learning that the man who has a wise heart is called the prudent man. Prudential. So a prudent man is a man who has a wise heart. A prudent woman is a woman who has a wise heart. It simply tells you that you can easily have a foolish heart. Or, yeah. And when you have a foolish heart, you cannot be called a prudent person. And so, why are we even teaching this? Because you need to know. Because the kind of heart you operate with is not just a function of the heart God has given you in redemption, but it is also a function of how you decide to grow as a child of God. That's why the Bible will say that when you are expected to be chewing meat, you are still drinking milk. Because your development in Christ is your own personal responsibility. And whatever God has given you in redemption as a potential is there. But you have to take the steps to develop. And the problem is that many have not developed. That is why the stony heart can be offended based on tribulation and persecution from the word. And then we just leave the church or leave the kingdom but slide totally. Or somebody will get something like the, the, the rocky heart. It talks about the deceitfulness of riches and all of that. So somebody can travel abroad and he's not serving God again. Or has a, a, a more comfortable opportunity and is the reason why praying is no more important, serving Jesus is no more important because he's able to pay bills. It, it's, it's, it's the kind of heart makes you make those kind of decisions. So here we are learning that a prudent man is a man with a wise heart. And that one increased, he said that, and the sweetness of the lips increased learning. Now, the verse 23 also clarifies it for us. He says that the heart of the wise teacheth his mouth. When you see somebody talking, don't blame the mouth. The kind of heart the person has is what is teaching the mouth what to say. That's what the Bible says, that out of the abundance of that, you see, uh, something, when the heart is golden or silver or bronze, it has, the, the kind of thing it produces is dependent on the kind of heart that thing is coming out from. So a golden heart has a way of speaking. And it didn't even talk about speaking. The speaking here is the end, end of the matter. He said, the kind of heart you have. Look at the scripture. I didn't say it. He said, the heart of the wise teacheth his mouth. It's not pastor that teaches your mouth. Your mother doesn't teach your mouth. Your parents don't teach your mouth. What teaches your mouth what to say is the kind of heart you have. 
Your heart is always teaching you whether you like it or not. Hey. Your heart is always teaching you. It's teaching you based on its own quality you have developed. If it's a wise heart, it will be teaching your mouth what to say. <laughs> I like it. Look at, look at it. Look at it. Please put it there. And added learning to his lips. You see that? The, the heart that is quality is always training your mouth what to say. And the training is also based on the learning of that heart. The studies of that heart determines the kind of training it gives to your mouth. That's why in the verse 21, you see that it says that, and the sweetness of the lips increases learning. There's a way that when your heart increases in learning from God, it has a way of teaching your mouth to say bad, nice things, appropriate things at the, at the right time. I don't know how to explain it further to you. Am I confusing you? So when all your heart is doing is picking things from <laughs> relationships and environments that are not helping you to groom yourself to be deeper in wisdom, deeper in the word, deeper in godliness, deeper in whatever you are supposed to do in wisdom, it will show. It will show in what you say and it will show in... <laughs> In the increase of your lips. You see that some people, when you are in a management meeting with them, whatever they say doesn't make sense. They can have the position, but you see that their knowledge is still backdated. Yes, because they are they are not reading, they are not applying themselves to the wisdom of the industry. Or whatever they are doing. So you see that, there's someone can be your boss and he has no clue. How the market is running. Or what to do. He's just a boss. He says, I meet the target. Meet how? How? Just meet. Just meet the target. Find a way to meet. That's why a lot of the managers who push the marketers are, especially the women, go and sleep. If you sleep with the man, sleep and get an account. I'm saying it. You think we don't know? Eish. <laughs> It increased in learning. So, you see that this is the definition of a wise heart. When a man has a wise heart, it's a prudent man. And being wise, you see that every time people want to hear you say something. When you say something, it brings edification. It's seasonal. It's like a salt seasoning meat or fish. When, when you speak into a matter, you see that, Hey! Because your heart is a wise heart. Receive a wise heart in Jesus' name. That amen is not strong at all. I said receive a wise heart in the name of Jesus. Beautiful. Hey! <laughs> So, what is the wise in heart? What? When we say someone is wise or something is wise in heart, what is it? 
Today I wanted to deal with what and who. So I will deal with the what in the first service. And then I will deal with the who in the second service. What is the wise in heart? Proverbs 23 verse 15. Proverbs 23 verse 15. My son, if thine heart be wise, my heart shall rejoice even mine. Praise the Lord. Shall we read it together? One go. My son, if thine heart be wise, my heart shall rejoice even mine. Wow. Can we read it again? My son, if thine heart be wise, my heart will, shall rejoice even mine. Praise the Lord. So first of all, when I ask you that, what is the wise in heart? Or what is a wise heart? First of all, you have to understand that it is a spiritual condition and consciousness. The wise in heart is, or the wise heart is a spiritual condition or is a spiritual consciousness. The scripture we read said, my son, if thine heart be wise. So the key word there is the if. And that if means that the wise heart is a state or a condition or a conditioning one must achieve in heart if thine heart be wise. That means that there is a possibility that your heart may not be wise. And that if there is a conditionality. That says that you can have a heart and it doesn't qualify to be a wise heart. Because it has not been conditioned so. So it's a kind of condition or conditioning. <laughs> I'm feeling it. That makes you to achieve things as a believer because of the kind of heart you have. It's like, if thine heart be wise. Not everybody will have this wise heart. Because there are conditions that will make your heart wise. So if you attain to that level, then you say, me your father, no, I will also be glad. Even I will be glad. So you see that when someone has not attained, please don't be in church and be lying to yourself that because you are in church, your heart will be wise. Right here in church, there are at least four kinds of believers here based on the kind of heart they have. And your heart can graduate from a wayside heart to a good soil heart. <laughs> I don't even want to say stony heart than rocky heart because it's not like doing tata. You are not crawling from one level to another level. But let's say because maturity is from one level to another level, at least you can improve from one heart to the other. Are you here? At least we know that the stony heart is better than the wayside heart. So, you can change the kind of heart you have. In the book of Ezekiel, the Bible talks about the fact that when God wants his word to have preeminence in you, there is the need for a heart surgery. 
that the stony heart is supposed to be removed so that you receive a heart of flesh which has the ability to obey the statutes and commandments of God. So that tells you that a stony heart doesn't have that capacity. It's a condition. It's what? Come on now. It's what? I can't hear you. It is what? So a wise heart is a kind of condition you have as a believer that hates learning and applying the truth you hear. The innermost man, you desire truth for it. I'm saying that when the word of God is preached here, people never go back to it again. There are people in this church, they don't know the location of the podcast. They don't know. They don't know where their Bible is until they are coming to church. They don't apply themselves to anything. So it's a condition. And Proverbs, let's be progressive. Proverbs 17 verse 16. Watch it. Proverbs 17 verse 16. It says that, Wherefore is there a prize? Wherefore is there a prize in the hand of a fool to get wisdom? Seeing he has no heart to it. <laughs> this scripture, when I read it, it just scattered me. It means that, so he said, does the fool has a prize to get wisdom? Seeing that he has not created a heart for that kind of wisdom. So a fool is far away from wisdom because he has not created the conditioning in the heart to accommodate wisdom. So some people cannot walk in wisdom because they have not created a heart for it. It is a condition and a consciousness. People don't think that they have to do anything by wisdom. So they walk by their whims and caprices. Anything that jams their head, that is what goes. Anything that jams their feeling, that is what goes. But if you are going to be a man with a wise heart, you must have the consciousness that I must be driven by a heart of wisdom. Are you here? Yes. So he said that a fool doesn't have value for wisdom because he has not even developed a heart for it. <laughs> it's a development. Tell somebody it's a development. I can't hear you at all. Tell somebody it's a development. Ecclesiastes 7.25 Ecclesiastes 7.25 So there are people wisdom is nowhere near their neighborhood because the condition is not there. The way they live, the way they think, the way they process things. He said that Ecclesiastes, <laughs> the scripture, I, I applied my heart to know and to search and to seek out wisdom. It's a condition. It's a consciousness. And the reason of things and to know the wickedness of fully. <laughs> Even of foolishness and madness. Now, yeah, this scripture is too loaded. First of all, he equates foolishness to madness. That's the latter part. Keep that scripture there. That anybody operating with foolishness is also a mad person. Why is that person mad? Because the person is self-destroying and he doesn't recognize it. That's number one. 
Number two, he said he sought to know the wickedness of fully. That is, foolishness has wickedness to your destiny and if you are a fool, you don't recognize it. At least, on the media, we hear some people who are going through some things because of many years of foolishness. It's clear. And that foolishness has wickedness towards you, but you don't recognize it. He said that he sought to understand. Now, it is when you operate in wisdom that you understand the wickedness of foolishness. Hey. When you operate in the wisdom <laughs> of God, then you will see where you have departed from and how you were where you were headed for. And when, when you are in wisdom, you will see clearly the, the wicked end of people who think they are flying. You will see, it is so clear. So this scripture is saying that <laughs> Solomon said, I applied my heart to know. To do what? Say it's a consciousness. Say it's an application to know. Say it's a conscious effort to have a particular condition as a child of God. A condition that gives you a, a wise heart. Yes. It, it don't come automatically. He said, I applied. I applied. And this this King James Version, so we have not even um, updated the English. I applied my heart to know, not only to, to search, to what? To search and to seek out wisdom. To know, to search, to seek. The guy was not joking. No wonder he was the wisest in his time. And when he said that he, he wanted to know he was searching, he was seeking to know wisdom. He says that and, and he was just telling us that when you have that condition of a wise heart, you will know the reason of things. You will know the reason of fornication. The reason of poverty. The reason of spending anyhow. You will understand the principles and the garden why things happen. The causes and their effects. You will know the reasons. You will not claim ignorance. The wisdom will tell you, when you press this button, this will happen. Are you here at all? Yeah. Why do we have this knob by the microphone? You will know the reason why it's there. That yes. A wise heart knows the reason of things. Why things are there. Why things happen the way they do? Why am I not marrying? Why am I married and I'm not happy? <laughs> you will know. <laughs> Why am I at the level I find myself financially? You will know. Hey. I mean, barring any spiritual... Um, disturbances from the pit of hell. 
or God holding some things by his sovereignty, everything is a wisdom issue. Everything is what? Yeah. You will know the reason of things. You know. You know the reason of things. <laughs> Why is your voice the way it is? You will know. I'm saying that you will know the reason of what? Things. Why do you have the weight you have? You will know. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> it's powerful, yeah. <laughs> you will know. You will know. There's a lady here, she goes for a walk. And she changed the time for the walk because when she is doing the walk by the roadside, no taxis will stop, private cars will stop. Initially, she didn't understand, but she got to know that they were stopping because of her. So she changed the time to a darker time. <laughs> you will know. You will know the reason of things. Hey, why? There is no money in your pocket. You will know. The lady told me, he said, Pastor, I should have heard this message many years ago. He said, I have had money before. Now I don't have anything. I know. When I thought about sexual disaster, when we closed by this door, a man, he's a PhD holder, he hooked me like this. Pastor, where were you? Where were you seven years ago? I now know why I am where I am. He used to buy tear rubber cars, build his house. He was on the ground, said, two. Because of the kind of woman he went to follow. As a Christian, even the woman used to take him to a nightclub. Now the woman now finished him with juju and all man off. Kai, Kai. Now he knew. Now you know that some men you can't marry. Some women you can you are not permitted to marry them. But the wisdom, the wise heart will let you know. <laughs> the reason why even though you like their face and their body, you can't marry them. Now you will know. <laughs> Yeah, keep chasing. <laughs> keep chasing things. <laughs> you know, receive a wise heart. I said, receive a wise heart in the mighty name of Jesus. Yes. I have 10 minutes to handle this thing. Wow. Ecclesiastes 113. We we'll do 113. Solomon is talking. That some people don't have the conditioning. 113. It says that, and I gave my heart to seek and search out by wisdom concerning all things that are done under heaven. <laughs> this sort travail has God given to the sons of man to be exercised therewith. This is a travail. Like you are really present, like a woman or somebody in pain. 
And he says that it is something that God has given for men to exercise themselves. In such duties. That you must search and seek to know things by wisdom. All things that are done under the head. Under the sun. Don't go into a business and you have not gathered enough information. That's not a wise heart. No. Hey. That I have sought and searched by wisdom to understand how things work under the earth. He said that this one is not in the realm of God. God has downgraded it to our realm. For our exercise. It's an exercise. You know that your exercise determines the condition of your body. Hello? You exercise yourself in wisdom matters. Some people exercise them and he says that this exercise is a painful one. It's like you are in a gym. You are creating a condition but you have to go through the pain to break the foolishness barrier. To break the addiction to things that are not wise. You know, breaking away from things that are not wise. So challenging. It's like, it's so easy to live a foolish life. Like if you have been in the university before, you find out that to make a bad grade is so easy. That your GPA falling is so easy. You can just decide to sleep, no go for lectures, don't read, just go and write anything for the lecture and it will be doing exactly the fall. It will be falling without any effort. But to rise, to rise, you need to be reading. Uh, you see that you are there. You are reading one line four times. <laughs> then you know that you are exercising yourself in the matter. <laughs> oh boy! Obi to be the necessary word. That's true. Exercise yourself. That wisdom will not just come to you. You need to exercise. That's why God is making us stay on this wisdom matter. And the problem is that even as we are staying on the issue of wisdom, some people are trying not to stay on it. The man was searching to know and he was seeking. He he, he was a target hater. Not joking. Verse 16. Look at that. Verse 16. Verse 16, please give me verse 16. He said, I communed with my own heart. I communed with my that is you know that you can be there. For instance, you will never even be bothered that you have a heart until you are not well and you go to hospital. They say they want to run some checks on your heart, scans on your heart. That's when the consciousness of your internal organs will become relevant to you. True or false? So all this why when you are around you, you are just walking, you wake up, you go and come, you don't think about your heart, you don't think about your lungs, you don't, until something goes wrong in that direction. But he's saying that when it comes to wisdom, you have to move from that unconsciousness to come to that level where you yourself, you commune with your own heart. It's like meditation. That you are not waiting for a disaster. Before you see the importance of your whatever organ God has given you. This wisdom we are talking about. That commune is an intentionality. A deliberate effort to have a particular consciousness. 
that this thing that I'm doing must be governed by wisdom. I must be operating in wisdom. Are you here at all? I commune with my own heart. Because you can, you can receive transferred foolishness. That's when you confer with somebody who is not wise or who is not wise in a particular season concerning a particular look at the scripture i commune with my own heart saying lord i am come to great estate <laughs> and have gotten more wisdom than all they that have been before me in jerusalem yea my heart had great experience of wisdom and knowledge direct connection between the kind of heart you are operating with as a believer and the wisdom you are having. Too much wisdom. Than all that have been before me. It was a great estate. If you even take it as estate, as estate. But he's talking about great status. That you need, we need it to change. Your heart must change. Praise the Lord. To see transformation, the heart, something must happen to the heart. Because that is the engine room. How your mind is operating, your heart. How your mouth is operating, your heart. How your hand is operating, your heart. When the heart is not in a good condition, no matter how viable the seed is, something bad will happen to the seed. Because it's not a good ground. So when they even put a good seed there, you have great potential, you have giftings, you have opportunities, they are going nowhere. There's foreclosure of your opportunities because the heart is not good. Same thing, they give it to another person whose heart has been conditioned with wisdom. You see that? It's flying. It's flying. I'm, I'm saying that that woman you are marrying and you don't even know the worth of the woman, eh? give that woman to another man. You will see your level. That's when you will see the wickedness or foolishness. Say, hey. Yes, the way God said, this girl is fine like that. Whether he's fine or he's not fine, no, it was because of the handler. The handler. When your handler is not good, you see that. There will be injuries, right? Uh, look at the verse 17. <laughs> Seven, very quickly, verse 17. Look at 17. It says what? And I gave my heart to know wisdom. And to know what? Madness and fully. It's, a, it's like there must be a conscious effort to understand the effect of foolishness on human destiny. And the effect of wisdom. On human destiny. Praise the Lord. Come on now. Praise the Lord. Now, Proverbs 2, 10 to 12. Very quickly. When wisdom entereth into thine heart, and knowledge is pleasant unto thy soul. Hey. 11. Discretion shall preserve thee. Understanding shall keep thee. <laughs> to deliver thee from the way of the evil man. From the man that speaketh forward things. Are you here at all? Here we have learned if. Now we are learning when. When wisdom entereth. So 
when refers to the time our hearts are prepared and conditioned to receive wisdom, such as this time we are in. When look at the scripture, verse 10. When wisdom that there is a time that wisdom enters into somebody's heart. There's a time that you are prepared that now no let wisdom enter. I'm ready to give up this one. And, and receive this one. I'm ready to operate with wisdom and, and abandon foolishness. Are you here? I'm ready to now go like this. I'm ready to set the boundaries. I'm he said, when wisdom entered into thine heart, these things will follow. Number one, and now knowledge is pleasant to thy soul. You, you are there, you see that, that. Now you want to hear important things. It is that time, that season that you say that now I want wisdom to enter my heart. I want to be ruled by wisdom. When that wisdom enters into your heart, 11, 11, knowledge will be pleasant to you. So he said, discretion shall preserve you. He said that you are doing things, you are a prudent man. You cut it according to your size. Discretion, understanding shall keep thee <laughs> powerful. And this would deliver you from the way of the evil man. Yeah. So you see that until you develop a heart that is wise, you you have just donated your life into the hands of evil and the evil man and the wickedness of foolishness. So things will be happening to you under the sun. You say, I don't understand. I don't know why. No, you should know. <laughs> you should know. You should. What is the benefit of having this wise heart? I've, I've said plenty. But let me just say one pungent one. Proverbs eleven twenty nine. One of the benefits of having a wise heart is that it secures dominion in life. It secures what? Dominion in life. He says that. Let's read together. One go. He that troubleth his own house shall inherit the wind. And the fool shall be servant to the wise of heart. Shall we read it? Some people were not reading. When we preach wisdom, some people don't like. Yes. So they were not reading. Were you reading? Ask somebody, were you reading? Were you reading with pastor? Why were you not reading? Please, let's read it again. Everybody, one, go. He that troubleth his own house shall inherit the wind. And the fool shall be servant to the wise of heart. That's, that's to, to say that the person who is wise in heart will always be ruling. Will have dominion over the fool. And the fool is a fool not because he was born a fool. The fool is a fool by choice. And the wise is wise by choice. So one has decided to condition him or herself to have a wise heart. And the other has decided to condition him or herself to have a foolish heart. And that is the reason why one is the master and one is a servant. When you have a wise heart, the, the fool will be your servant. Hey, Yes. I'm saying that it doesn't matter your age. If you can do the job, the person who has been there 10 years before you came will still be your subordinate. 
Because some people are foolish. That they will be on a job, they will never upgrade themselves. And they think they can use witchcraft. Yes. I was told about a workplace recently. They brought a new MD. And there is this juju guy there. Everyone is very, very cautious about the guy. But this new MD that came is a hot believer. He came out the first person he had confrontation with. The guy wanted to instruct the, the new MD around. He's the first person he sat. He just sat. And he told the person. He said, he didn't know the person. He said, I'm a firebrand Christian. Try it. Some people think they can use juju to control. But when you meet somebody who is coming with a higher fire, you will see that you'll be looking at your paper and performance. <laughs> are you productive or not? Are you wise or you are foolish? This foolishness, juju is foolishness. Devilish wisdom. You have never improved yourself. Please, I'm begging you today. Wherever you are working, even if there is no opportunity, find opportunity to upgrade yourself. Find it. Somewhere, somewhere, somehow. Find, tell somebody, find it. If you don't find it, you will become a servant to the one who is wise in what heart. Yes. You have gone to a workplace, there are opportunities to, for steady live, to study, you, they will pay you, blah, blah, blah. You are, what are you doing? What are you doing? Scholarships are bound there. You will use it. And when is our Nam Hassa? Nam Hassa. Oh, me, dear me, moon, because you had your baby. Yeah, yeah. It is today that that 5,000 is okay for you. Tomorrow come it. Especially Citrus parables in Ghana. All other things being equal. Where inflation never goes down. Oh. By all means, this your 5,000 will be useless very soon. Very, very soon it will be useless. Are you saying? Receive a heart of wisdom in Jesus' name. Oh, that amen didn't come out at all. <laughs> Receive this heart in the mighty name of Jesus. Shout a better amen. <laughs> Say, I have a wise heart in the name of Jesus. May you have dominion in the mighty name of Jesus. From here, may you dominate. May you have dominion. May you have rulership. In the mighty name of Jesus, shout a louder amen. Please lift up your hands right now. I want you to begin to thank the Lord for the word you have heard. Father, I thank you for the word I have heard. I pray and give you praise for the word you have taught me today. Come on, I pray. Pray to God. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Father, we thank you. Father, we bless you. Father, we honor you. Marosi brekele zota. Lift your hands and speak in the spirit. Azola gradoze preregele mando zalea. Azagradoza preregredoze. Jacqueleza tala mahasa. Adula bareze now lift your hands and pray say father give me a wise heart a condition of a wise heart in the mighty name of Jesus give me what it takes to always be thinking about operating with wisdom walking in wisdom doing my things based on wisdom 
in the mighty name of Jesus. Can you open your mouth and pray for the consciousness of wisdom? Adola zeleke leketosa, azula bradigabaza, aduele gerezo, azato libala galezo, azalagadabaha, atalia marano zelea, azila gradeze pradiga, azalagalabaza, telelezo, leze leze, je prerege, mantoleze, entolege, levreduza, kelua de perege regezo la brea, azalua takele pradiga. Thank you, Holy Ghost. You have been listening to the testimony word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Locate us at Madina Estate, Accra, off the social welfare road between the Gulf Lane Station and Wawan Washing Bay. Follow us on Facebook at the Keepers House Chapel International. Podcast and audio rima at Reverend Francis Auburn. Visit our website at www.keepershousechapel.org. One word. For further information, call 244 177 831 or 0204-916-168 or 0277-532-360. Join us on Sundays at 7 a.m. for the first service, 9.30 a.m. for the second service and 11.30 a.m. for the third service. On Wednesdays at 6 p.m. for our midweek and communion service. And on Saturdays,